our topic today is about the great compassion. Okay, the great compassion, or it's about uh, food sufficiency. Uh, it's about uh, the Goshen family. It's about feeding the hungry. During the pandemic, uh, we shared about PDF. If, if some of you, you, if you can still remember, what is PDF? PDF means prayer, uh, disciple making, and fellowship. Okay. Um, next to that is uh, PDL. So right now, because. Uh, uh, fellowship, uh, we're allowed to come together, no more uh, restrictions, I mean to say the, it was um, lifted already, so we changed it from PDF to PDL. What is PDL? Um, prayer, disciple making, now, letter L stands for livelihood program or a livelihood ministry. Again, it's about food sufficiency, it's about... <clears throat> Goshen uh, gardening or Goshen farming. If you have a farm, it's about because our goal is feeding the hungry. That's why it's called what? It is called the Great Compassion. Why compassion? No, and you know because uh, we care. We care about their souls, their lives. We care about uh, them. You know uh, their well-being. You know, in, in case of crisis, food crisis, uh, at least uh, no one will starve to death. Right. So that is the the vision, especially now that still a lot of people don't have work. You know, they've been uh, you know uh, looking for work for a job uh, to earn for a living since the pandemic. You know, some, you know, had, uh, but um, it's not permanent, of course. Um, and so, uh, <clears throat> that is why we want to, uh, we, that's why we see the need for the church to help provide means for living or something for them to uh, um, to survive, <laughs> okay, to thrive physically. Alright, so that's it. And uh, of course, I, I would like to make a review so that uh, there is a continuity from our previous two topics, which is about uh, the prayer, what is that again? Uh, the prayer movement and then the, the Great Commission. Today, the Great Compassion. But for a brief review, remember uh, last week, uh, we read to you Matthew 24. Uh, it's about the beginning of birth pains, which is our marker to where we are currently at the moment in Bible prophecy. Okay, So Matthew 24, 3, as Jesus was sitting on Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will this happen? And what will be the sign of your coming? And the end of the age. Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you. For many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah, and will deceive many. You will hear wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, uh, but the end is still to come. Verse 7, take note of verse 7. It says, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom 
against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. Verse 8, all these are the beginning of birth pains. You see, we need to give ear, okay, to prophecy. And and these words of prophecy in Matthew 24 came, okay, f- from none other but our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? So that makes it more important. All right? Significant. And we concluded last week that there is a real emergency, all right? All, uh, I mean, the events uh, tell us, okay, since the pandemic, the events tell us uh, or sounds the alarm, okay? All the events that are happening globally sounds the alarm that Jesus coming is getting nearer, okay, compared to 2,000 years ago. If 2,000 years ago, the church already, you know, they, they, they were, they believed that Jesus would come very soon at that time. How much more today? So the signs of the times calls the church, it calls us, the church, to take action, okay? But you see, uh, a lot of Christians are are not active today spiritually, okay? A, a lot are inactive, and it's like uh, what Keith Green said, uh, asleep in the light, okay? See, he said in his song, don't close your eyes and pretend that the job is done, okay? So, you see, uh, as members of the body of Christ, okay, we know that our duty is to spread actively spread the gospel and also to actively raise disciples whom we will send okay to to the mission field okay disciples that are uh, we should send this send disciples into the mission field until all the nations are rich and then the end will come. That's in verse 14. It says, let me read to you again verse 14. It says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. So I hope that motivates us to preach the gospel even more. Okay? For today's uh, emphasis, let's go back to uh, verse 6 and 7. Verse 6 says, And you will hear of wars, rumors of, and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen. Okay? But the end is still to come. Verse 7 says, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. Now look, we don't preach uh, about the end time events to cause or to start fear and panic. Okay, I want you to know that. Okay, it's not about fear mongering. It's not about causing uh, public fear. Okay, but it's about the huge work. It's the huge work and the little time, okay, that we have to finish that huge work. Okay, so the truth is uh, most Christians today are not active in evangelism. They're not active in uh, disciple making. 
Christ. So, friends, let me challenge you. Let us not waste our time, you know, with insignificant activities or things that does that does not impact eternity. Okay? So let's come together, uh, let you know, join home groups, join DBS uh DBS means um, Discovery, Bible. Discovery Bible Study. <laughs> okay, DBS. Or start a DBS yourself. Okay, make your life. Point is, let's just make our lives. Make our lives significant to God. Okay, I'd like to quote uh, Sir Mike Bailey. He once told me during the pandemic, Prepare for change that will come and continue to come. In another point, he said, prepare, that, that, that. Okay, uh, there are things that I don't need to share online, but he said, but to, to make it short, okay, to cut the long story short, he said, prepare, that, that, that. A small group focused on discipleship where the members are committed and submitted to discipleship and disciple and and in making disciples disciples who give their lives to follow okay in conclusion he said whatever happens in the world is already part of the end time narrative it is not our fight no i like this this part he said it is not our fight for our fight is the preaching of the gospel of christ wow wow but you know what, friends? Besides the emergency for the gospel, okay, to reach all the nations so that the end will come, okay, besides that emergency, okay, there's also an emergency to prepare the people for a future famine. Okay, verse 7, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines... You see, after kingdom against kingdom, there will be what? Famines and earthquakes in various places. Now, earthquakes has been happening all over the world. But listen, listen to the flow. Okay, okay. It says, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. That has something to do with what? Wars. Wars. Okay, nation will rise against nation. It's ethnic against ethnic. Okay, if... If the Russia and Ukraine war has affected the, econo- the economy, besides the pandemic, okay, if that war affected somehow the economy of the world, how much more when it gets to the next level, which is kingdom against kingdom? This is sovereignties or countries against countries. So that will have a greater effect, right? So. Uh, one possible effect of war escalation is what? Famine. All right? It's common sense. So we better be, uh, be ready than uh, sorry. <laughs> but even now as we enjoy our food at the table that we set, there are people who are, you know, who, um, um, 
who are struggling to find the daily food <laughs> where to get their food the next day okay so um that's the the thing you know uh, they they struggle about where to get their food every day or where to get um their money to pay their bills uh, their debts and um that is why i have this burden to share what i believe is from the lord you know which is to envision the church to encourage the church to teach and train god's people uh, first to do farming okay i encourage you to plant all right so uh, i had a, i prepared a picture um it's about it is wisdom to learn how to grow food yourself okay do you believe that is it wisdom to grow food yes it is wisdom to learn how to grow our own food right now i have also a, a food for thought okay or this is something worth thinking about uh, worth thinking seriously about okay if we grow our own food to prepare for famine and many years later famine never happened in any part of the country nothing is lost if we build goshens or farms for the survival of many and if god will take us out of here before the prophesied famine how wonderful that would be right but if we are still here through the famine and we have not done anything to prepare for it who should we blame for being unprepared <laughs> remember no one has to die from hunger because hunger is preventable all right so let us learn also from joseph the dreamer in uh, genesis chapter 41 you'd see joseph knew what was coming okay it was revealed through pharaoh's dream okay uh, I, I mean also the lord revealed to joseph the interpretation of that dream so he told pharaoh uh, what they can do to address the the looming famine during that time so so pharaoh responded immediately quickly so they can prepare right away now by god's revelation joseph joseph knew and set his mind on the solution <clears throat> okay he set his mind on the solution okay what to do this this and that you can read that in genesis chapter uh, 41 but the question now is uh, um what about us <laughs> or what about you <laughs> are you thinking about possible solutions to the problem that the world is facing right now like uh, lack of uh, job opportunity people uh, are a lot of people are jobless no work you know things like that and a lot of people uh, do not have food and some people actually they just sleep early they drink water sleep early because they they don't have anything for dinner you know, some people eat once a day okay so you know maybe you who are watching this uh, preaching online you know you cannot connect you cannot identify with what i just said because you live in a city and you're well provided etc but there are really people you know silent people <laughs> who are 
uh, suffering right now for lack of food. And we're still in that season of nation against nation. What about what if? Okay, it will shift to kingdom against kingdom. So there's going to be scarcity in various places. Alright, so we don't know which place, so it's better that we prepare, okay, <laughs> so that if it happens in our time and in our area, then we are ready for it, okay? We have plenty to feed others also. Alright, so thing is, uh, the good thing about uh, Joseph is that he saw the need to plant. Alright, Joseph saw the need to plant, to harvest, and to store food grains. Okay, you can read that um, again in Genesis 41 verses 34 to 36 verses 47 to 49. Okay, so you see that is wisdom because you cannot store food if there is no harvest and there is no harvest without someone planting first. So planting, planting, planting is important, <laughs> right? No planting, no harvest, right? So thus, the need to have a plan is essential because, you know, you just don't plant seeds. You need to plan how to plant your seeds, okay? Um, uh, picture, I, I, another picture, I... I prepared another picture that says, Let us grow our own food so we have something to share with the poor and needy. Okay, do you agree with that? 2 Corinthians 9, 8. Now, this the same principle. I know this scripture applies to many. Uh, but um, for, for our topic today, um, Let's read this. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work, like something to share with the poor and with the needy. Okay? So it is, so I mean, is it wisdom to learn how to grow food ourselves? Absolutely. Okay? Remember, without the farmers, no food production, and the nation will starve, right? So the food industry, actually the food industry is dependent also on farmers that produces the raw materials so they can manufacture their food that are, you know, that you can buy or that are available in the, in the mall, supermarket, you see. But those uh, products, okay, uh, um, were produced by farmers, all right? So it is, but you see, my encouragement is this: if uh, if is it, if it is possible, you, you know, actually, we don't need to buy everything in the market. We don't need to buy all the vegetables that we need in the market. Okay, it is better for us not to buy all the vegetables that we need for cooking. Okay. What do we do? First, you know, plant edible plants. I mean, organic vegetables. You see, eat healthy, so you stay healthy. Plus, if we do that, okay, we can save money. How? 
because you no longer buy all the food from the market you know it's hand pick it's just around the corner you know it's uh, in your house maybe inside your house outside the house inside the house you maybe your you have a small uh, space for your mushroom it's up to you okay you know be, be creative so the thing is uh, you can save money if what you need is just within the reach of your hand around your house all right so let me give you the key scripture for this message for our message today which is the great compassion okay it is about sustain sustainability okay and i hope uh, this will enlighten all of you to start a front yard uh, backyard gardening garden okay if if you have a backyard <laughs> if you don't have a backyard you have a front yard so you can also start as a small garden okay start small all right so it is biblical and wisdom to make use of every talent or, or every entrustment entrustment that God has placed in our hands. That includes the space where we can plant edible plants, vegetables, right? That's part of the entrustment that God has given us. So if you have space, use it, utilize it, because you know uh, the Lord will uh, reward you one day for not wasting the entrustment that He uh, put into your lap. All right? So the great compassion, sustain, sustainability. The great compassion, sustainability. First Kings chapter 425, I'm reading in a New Century Version. It says, During Solomon's life, Judah and Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, also lived in peace. All of his people were able to sit under their own fig trees and grape vines. Mm-hmm. Do you have an idea? So, how do we make sustainability more possible? Okay, let's read again in another version. Good News Translation, GNT. Same passage of scripture, 1 Kings 4.25. It says, As long as he lived, the people throughout Judah and Israel lived in safety. Each family with its own grapevines and fig trees. Okay, take note. Each family with its own grapevines and fig trees. As long as what? During Solomon's life. Alright? As long as the, the king or King Solomon was alive, as long as he lived, the people throughout Judah and Israel lived in safety that time. But, Besides that, you know, this is the a hint or the, the tip. Each family with its own grape vines and fig trees. Oh, yeah. So, the last version I'd like to read to you today is uh, the New Living Translation. Okay, NLT. Same passage, 1 Kings 4.25. It says, during the lifetime of Solomon, all of Judah and Israel lived in peace and safety. And from Dan in the north to Beersheba 
in the south okay from the north to the south and it says okay each family okay each family had its own home and garden i like that okay it says again each family had its own home and garden wow so do you have a garden in your home in your house <laughs> around your house so you see it is biblical to you know to to do gardening <laughs> right and of course uh, also to some of you who have never done who have never touched the dirt the soil <laughs> it might be it might not be a a nice thing you don't feel good you know uh, doing it uh, but you see uh, and, and especially if your neighbors you know uh, they're into gardening and you're not and then uh, all of the sudden they saw you you know doing something in your front yard or backyard uh, so <laughs> let us not be ashamed you know of you know let us not fear touching the dirt because uh, it's actually a good thing you know it's a good thing there is a symbiotic relationship with us and the microbes <laughs> the microorganism but that's not my topic today okay so but when someone uh, calls you uh you know a farmer or a gardener you know a, let it's an honor you know it's not something to be ashamed of okay because you know our god listen to this our god is a gardener do you know that god is a gardener so be proud that you are following the footsteps of our heavenly father of our master because god is a what a gardener let's read that genesis 2 8 says now the lord god had planted okay now the lord god had planted a garden in the east in eden and there he put the man he had formed so you see god is a gardener <laughs> he was the first one to you know to plant a garden okay uh, john 15 1 to 2 this is from the lord yeshua jesus christ he said i am the true vine and my father is my father is the gardener verse 2 he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful so friends uh the bible confirms it that god is a gardener so uh so don't be ashamed you know uh, so if you uh, <laughs> if you're not used to this and you're just a beginner but uh, at least uh, it's it's high time for us to start uh, uh, planting edible vegetables okay so all right and and if god has blessed you with plenty you know you have big harvest especially to those of you who have a a farm you know you have one hectare two hectares or maybe 500 square meters it's it's still big okay it's it's too much i actually if you have a hectare it's that's too much for your family you know there you can harvest abundantly uh, or enough for your family uh, more than enough okay for your family and for other people so 
this is where the great compassion uh, comes in. Okay, this is the great compassion message. is about susta- sustainability for our families, for our uh, for our relatives, for our friends, for our neighbors, and for especially you know. Please don't forget. Uh, that's why we call it the great compassion, the great compassion, because the poor, the needy, the homeless, the widows, you know, they have a special place in God's heart. Okay, let me read to you Leviticus 19:9-10. It says, "When you reap the harvest of your land, do not reap to the very edges." of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest verse 10 do not go over your vineyard a second time or pick up the grapes that have fallen leave them for the poor and the foreigner i am the lord your god wow wow who made that rule okay it's not us it's the lord it just shows us God's concern for people who does not have a garden, who does not have a farm, <laughs> okay? But if you have a farm, you know, and you don't know what to do about it, why not tell us and allow us to use it for, you know, you will reap a reward in heaven one day f- because by, by you allowing us to use your farm, we can feed the hungry, we can feed the poor. Okay, another scripture, Deuteronomy 24, uh, verses 19 to 21. It says, when you are harvesting in your field and you overlook a sheaf, do not go back to get it. Leave it for the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow, so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. Verse 20. 20. Uh, when you beat the olives from your trees, <clears throat> do not go over the branches a second time. Leave what remains for the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow. Verse 21. When you harvest the grapes in your vineyard, do not go over the vines again. Leave what remains for the foreigner, the fatherless, and the widow. So you see how many times the Lord, you know, repeated that point, that line. But we know that if we obey the Lord our God, it says in verse 19, last part, it says, So that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. You see, the Lord is obliged to bless our farming endeavors when we, when we follow Him. You see, when we extend help to the people who needed help, especially the poor, you know, the, the hungry, the, the fatherless, the widows, the foreigners, the foreigners. <laughs> okay, we have so many foreigners here. And uh, uh, we have so many missionaries here. And uh, they need help too, right? Uh, uh, we'll see, okay? Because uh, at the present moment, uh, there is no food scarcity, but we know that when that happens, we also ought to extend help to foreigners, you know, because uh, they they just can't, you know, plant 
a vineyard or i mean i mean they just can start their own farm or buy their own land except if they network with the locals with the filipinos then they can buy a land uh, till the land and plant right so case to case basis but the thing is the foreigner the foreigners are included in the plan of god again god has a special place for the poor for the widows for the fatherless for 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 foreigners what else okay so friends ladies and gentlemen the point is okay do not be greedy <laughs> don't be stingy okay uh, in our language wag maramot okay D uh, don't be stingy don't be unwilling to give or don't be unwilling to share your food uh, in, in bisaya in cebuano ayaw pag dinalo okay <laughs> thanks john Ay ayaw daw pag dinalo so don't be stingy you see i was attending this uh, training online uh, from okay our trainer is uh, from another country i will not mention that uh, but he told me because you know he he knew uh, he learned that uh, i'm doing uh, aquaponics or let's say uh, i have a uh, tilapia i mean i'm raising tilapias you know fish farming i'm doing fish farm said okay the but the the last part the the you know he said don't be greedy you know you know be willing to help share your food don't be greedy and, and that, that's the thing because you see you may have we may have vision but as the 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 vision i mean our harvest grows as as our business you know expands you know sometimes we you know there is the temptation to become greedy uh, you want more this and that you want to be rich you know things like that but remember friends the great compassion this is god's compassion for the poor for the needy for the homeless for widows the fatherless okay those who were affected by uh, those who were uh, victims of uh, broken families and if you can help okay if you can help in the economic status of your uh, local area of your city uh, do it okay if if you have the access to to do something for the betterment of your city of your country help instead of complaining against the government against against whoever okay <laughs> do something be part of the solution don't be part of the problem but be part of the solution and one of the solution begins with us and our family okay we just read to you again knowing that god is a gardener we just read to you first kings 4:25, new living translation that says during the lifetime of solomon all of judah and israel lived in peace and safety and from Dan in the north to Beersheba in the south, listen to this, it says, each family had its own home and garden. Each family had its own home and garden. Okay? So, friends, that is something that we can do also. 
okay something that is uh, the that is uh, not uh, hard to do actually it is simple okay now if you have no idea <laughs> you know send us a message or or talk to us or connect with us because uh, we are here to help you okay we're here to help you uh, so friends um, that is the the point each family had its own home and garden okay so besides uh, our spiritual life uh, prayer life our uh, uh, fulfilling the great commission we also need to thrive we also need to survive <laughs> so we need what sustainability you need that sustainability must be part of your plan okay first prayer life second okay our the evangelism and discipleship okay third livelihood or sustainability all right so that should be part of your plan so if there are three things you know if you're so busy you don't have much time you see remember these three things your prayer life very important because that is how you get in touch you communicate with god and that builds intimacy with god number two uh, disciple making because that is the great commission or the great command from god and that is something that is expected of us that when we get to heaven when we stand before god we are going to give an account okay there is going to be a great reckoning and uh for the lord you know uh it's very important that we we didn't you know that we um that we led a lot of we ushered souls to him okay number three this is uh god's great compassion for all people okay it's about sustainability it's about helping people it's about planning a a a it's about planning not to starve to death <laughs> not to die from starvation <laughs> that's number three okay number three is uh, livelihood programs where you know let us let us be practical let's you know we are both spiritual and also uh, physical beings and so uh, we need to balance the spiritual and the physical because although we are spiritual beings we still have this flesh we are still here on earth and this flesh need to eat okay it needs energy from food that we eat that is why planting is also important okay so i hope uh, you're blessed today that is our topic uh, and uh, this is part of our envisioning why uh, it's important that our three main focus is uh, the prayer movement the great commission and the great compassion because this is god's compassion for the lost god's compassion for the poor for the needy for the homeless for the fatherless for widows you know uh, we need to also uh, we need to include them in our plan okay so we love you all and thank you for joining us let us uh, close in prayer Father in heaven, uh, we pray that uh, the, the, the word that we shared this morning will sink in 
to every ear, to every person, to e- e- Lord that uh, that heard the message. And we pray that Lord uh, may it bear fruit in them, resulting to great harvest, resulting to uh, utilizing the entrustments that you you know put in our lap uh, in our laps um, because Lord uh, um, it is you who will grant us the strength and the wisdom that as we seek you we will find answers uh, and as we ask Lord uh, you will uh, you will give it to us and as we knock the doors will be open. So, Father, with that principle, O God, nothing is impossible because, Lord, you care for us. You care for us. But the most important thing that you want us to ask from you is the Holy Spirit, your presence. We know, O God, that your presence is the most important thing. Wherever we go without your presence, Lord, it's not, there's no life without your presence. So, Lord, teach us how to commune with you. In Jesus' mighty name. And now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of His countenance upon you and give you His peace both now and forevermore. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship, the communion of the Holy Spirit, the presence of God, be with us all. And all of God's people say, Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. And once again, thank you for joining us today. I hope you're blessed. And if you're blessed, please share the link. We also have a podcast, uh, uh, YouTube. <laughs> what else do we have? Um, what? Yeah, just read the description below so you'll see all the... Um, the platforms that we have in in social media we're trying to reach more people and uh i think uh just recently we are uh, we have what do you call that reels or yeah is it real <laughs> uh Facebook, instagram. instagram and tiktok <laughs> just a short clip so um we hope to, to reach more people because we believe that uh, we can encourage more so you and I, we, we all can encourage more people if we help each other, you know, spread the word, okay? So, uh, please do share it uh, to other people so that they too will be blessed. So, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, God bless you all. Till next Sunday, see you again. Bye.